0: reclaiming my time several times reclaiming my when my time we were doing our, our
1: reclaiming my
0: time the time belongs to the gentle lady from california welcome back to the reclaiming my time podcast brother minister madam queen what's going on praise the lord Praise the Lord, right? Praise the Lord, (laughs) dog. Amen. Amen. We were lucky enough to have Nurse Brenda on the last podcast. Appreciate her taking the time to give us some insight into what's been going on. But um, one thing I'm mad we did not get into was that damn doctor, the black lady. (laughs) How did we miss that? (laughs) <laughs> y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about, right?
2: I know what you're talking about. I
1: don't. I the, do The
2: hydrochloric queen queen. The black oh, the lady. You.
1: The one that was using your advice at the press conference? Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> She's saying in the hydrochloric or however you say it, works. Which I think, uh-huh. honestly, there may be some truth to that. There may be some truth to that because they're not just saying that alone works. They're saying mm-hmm. that mixed with zinc and maybe something else has been helpful. Media does tricky things. And I heard on the Jopra show, they had uh, Dre from Cool and Dre say like their billionaire friend told him the same thing. Like he got um, it. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, did you say the Jopra show?
0: The Jopra show. It's the best show yeah, is- out outside of this one. <laughs>
1: This is our
0: CNN and our MSNBC. I'm just just saying it's a personal experience of people with money saying that it works. But it doesn't work alone. It doesn't work alone. I I think my issue
2: is the messenger. Um, If she healed 350 or 360 people as she claimed, um, where, where are those testimonials? Well,
0: that's the thing. The media, again, twist things on both sides. So, they show her clip, right? But there were seven other doctors that spoke and and said the same thing. You saw those doctors behind her; they also spoke, but they don't well, show their the other clip.
2: Thing too, is um a, a few of them were actual doctors?
0: Oh, really? See, yeah, the media. Yeah, gives? that
2: was all propaganda. Those guys weren't even doctors that were standing behind her. They put on coats with a certain logo. I forgot the name of the logo. Um,
0: wow! Like
2: it, it, it was, it was fixed.
0: Well, that leads me to really what I wanted to ask you about, Brother Minister, is what people brought up her religious views, so to speak. But then I spoke to some other people, and they said, yo, she's really not as crazy as they're making her out to be. Mm-hmm. Because apparently, with the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing, Noah's Ark, they want to get rid of all of the evil, right? But mm-hmm. apparently... What she's referring to is the devil and his crew. The demon seed that she was referring to were the ones that were letting loose and having all this wild sex during that time in Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's why Noah's Ark happened. She's saying some of those demons survived and they still exist when she's talking about the demon seed. Is there any truth to this, Brother Minister?
2: There is absolutely no truth <laughs> to that. There is absolutely no truth to that. Um, I, I think we have to remember is that demons, angels, all of those things are spiritual. So if they are spiritual beings, how are they dropping seeds inside of men and or inside of women producing children? And if that was the case, wouldn't we see some type of results of half men and half demons walking around the earth? I mean, we, we call some folks demons, but they have parents. Um, a lot of her theology is completely off. There's no um,
0: truth to I'm the saying. demon seed, what you're saying. No, there's no truth to the demon seed. What about the reptilian species?
2: That's uh, not in the Bible. I haven't read it.
0: haven't <laughs> read
2: it anywhere in the Bible. Uh, I don't want to get into that because this can turn into an hour conversation. Uh, so, so she's uh, just know, crazy. A, a so my initial thought,
0: been... my initial thought of her being crazy is true.
2: Yes. Okay. Um, a lot of those people are mixing their witchcraft from their cultures into Christianity. And, you know, she said a lot of crazy things. Um, And I don't, you know, I read a daily beast article. It it was ridiculous.
0: (laughs) All right. We won't legitimize her. And then I just wanted to check with you. Before no, I gave no. her any benefit of the doubt, no, she
2: she has no cosign for me.
0: All right, she's out. <coughs> she's she's out. I wish we would have brought her up uh, with with Nurse Brenda on last week. But of course, since then, Trump has done even more unprecedented action with this whole executive order. I don't. It's not a stimulus package. I guess he's trying to provide some relief. Have y'all heard about this? I think he just did it yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: It's just so this parade, and show that he's putting
0: on. Ball of confusion. We don't even know if he has the power to do this. Like
2: we call we call him an idiot, but he he's very strategic. I mean, there's there's some wit behind his madness. Unfortunately,
0: he's um, smart enough to know most of America is stupid. Absolutely.
2: He, he, did, he, did enough. Exactly. he did enough to fool his voters into believing that he's still trying to do something. That's all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he has the, the most dense supporters ever. So he understands that anything that he puts out there, they're not going to research, they're not going to fact check, they're going to believe in and take it at face value. So anytime he can do to, or present something to make himself look heroic, he's going to do that, whether he knows or not that it'll actually come to fruition. He's going to say it, merely put it out there and they'll run with it. Yep. And I can guarantee you in the next debate that you have with anybody that is a Trump supporter will well, he put in a place that he can cut our payroll taxes and he put in a place and they're not even going to understand or know that he doesn't have the power to do it. That's just how they, that's how he yeah. the population rules.
0: And he understands what, if he understands anything, it's marketing and how the media works. He, right. he knows most people don't read if these people are quali- not qualified to be on TV, then they must be telling us the truth. A la Fox News. If, the, if they have this position as a, a news journalist, so to speak, then they must be telling us the truth. And he weaponizes that. And we're in a real dangerous place because for those that know don't know, he signed this executive order. And him learning about an executive order is almost as bad as black people learning the word monolithic because you just hear that shit every 5 minutes from black people now but um i guess he put in the place where he's going to extend the unemployment benefit the added on bonus to $400 it was 600 now it's 400 but the states have to pay 25% of that okay. the states may not have 25% of that. They actually have to request the funding, which means they are then signing up for paying that 25%. Okay. Also, they're talking about a payroll holiday to the end of the year. And we don't know if he has the power to do that. He actually put in a little, well, if you reelect me, then I can try to see if I can eliminate you having to pay back the taxes next year. No, okay. doesn't, doesn't
2: that money go into Medicaid and Social Security?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So
2: by him taking away the payroll taxes, there's a, there's a possible long-term effect, especially for our seniors and those that are looking to retire.
0: Well, I don't think he's looking to take it away altogether like long-term. Mm-hmm. I think he's just saying from September to the end of the year, he is going to defer it and then you won't have to pay it back if he's reelected.
1: OK, so his what he's saying is that starting in September and so the rest of 2020, we will see higher checks because we won't have taxes taken out. And if he gets elected back in office, he's going to try or he's going to ensure that we won't have to pay this money back next tax season. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Right. That's okay. what he's trying to say. Nobody knows if he has the power to do that nobody knows even if you can like do you have to to do that like what if you don't want to do that because then you have to worry about paying the money back next year
2: you know what the problem is going to be is let's say biden wins the election and they make us pay it back guess what those republicans are going to blame yeah right They're want to blame biden and this new administration for raising our taxes
0: I mean that's true but that'll be a good problem to have if we if we're there I'll take it because that means Trump's ass is out. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Biden will I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's going to happen.
1: It's not going to happen. This you is know. right along with the drain the swamp promise. And this is right along with that. <laughs> so if I'm elected, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to drain the swamp. Right. And look at the swamp we're in
0: now. Oh my lord. <laughs> How about that? I mean, these, right. these people are just... And if they do allow him to do it, it sets a very bad precedent for the future because this took Congress out of these type of negotiations and having some level of balance mm-hmm. within the government. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things he left out. You know, is, he doesn't have anything about helping with states with testing and different things like that. So, I mean... I think they know he can't do this. This is an attempt to try to show America, his base, that he's the one that cares. The rest of them don't. Right. So they'll just keep fighting while you struggle. I tried to step in and do something. They know he can't do this. Right. At least I hope not. I'm no expert.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think you're more of an expert than (laughs) some of the people that are rallying for him. (laughs) I think we know know, and the the sound-minded Americans know that he doesn't have the power to do this. But it's that group that publicly and outwardly support him and even the silent supporters of him that will believe this. Like I said, we're a very dense group. It's just a very dense group.
0: They are definitely out there. We were, but um, they had the thing in South Dakota this weekend. Two hundred fifty thousand bikers, or some kind of event, all went to South Dakota for something. Wow! And they interviewed some of the people out there. They just think it's it is what it is. <laughs> they don't seem to care. But to me, those are all selfish acts because Man. these are people. Now this is a town of eight thousand people. So these are people coming from all over the country into this town where they can be spreaders of the virus when they go back home to Mm -hmm. other people. Like these people are just very self-centered, selfish people. And they listen to Fox News and they don't think that it's even real. Even still, even still, they Mm -hmm. don't fully believe that it's as bad as the left the Democrats tell you it is. It's crazy. <sighs> but I, I,
2: I don't have any words because you're absolutely right. You would think with people applying for unemployment by the millions every week, that this will become a reality. Um, but it just shows that it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what this man says. They're going to support him through and through.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. And it, it it's, it's depressing. Yeah.
1: And,
2: to be honest, we can't call all Trump supporters dumb because there are some intelligent people, and when I say intelligent, I mean, you know, they, they, they're they book smart, per se, um, that, that are Trump supporters. I actually met a dentist that is a Trump supporter, and he looks at, from the business side, the business perspective of him believing that Trump can help him save money and not pay as many taxes, and he overlooks, you know, social justice and everything else for his right. own benefit.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I met a, a barber, a black barber who was a Trump supporter. I stopped going there. real shit. I stopped going there. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he was just so annoying. It's almost like he just did it to get on people's nerves. Like, nothing about Trump represents you. You don't even own the shop, brother. Like What is <laughs> what is anything in the Republican <laughs> Party got to do with you? I just don't. <laughs> I'm face. Let's stop. But I know a
1: black business owner that does not, it's not a, he's not a Trump supporter, but he did express that he feels like Trump's policies are more beneficial to him. He's one of those non-voters. I'm not voting for the less of the two evils, but I don't care that Trump is in office because, and I'm like, well, how are you saying that Trump's policies are beneficial to you and you're part of the nation of Islam? What? <laughs> <laughs> contradiction of life.
0: Wow. Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Even if if it's about taxes, like, come on, like, I mean,
2: well, I, you have that, and then you have the the, the super conservative
0: go ahead. religious. Christian. Yes, you guys know
2: a few, uh, CG <laughs> be most of you CG might you because I follow everybody she follows. She knows everybody I know on, on Facebook, um, and I see some of their comments, and I'm just like, man, you are so disillusioned. If you think this is guy takes the higher moral ground and he is, you know, the epitome of what morality looks like in America, we are in trouble.
1: Well, I'll be honest with you. My grandmother voted for Trump. And uh, my grandmother wow. is a black, woman from, a black woman from Brooklyn. And it, it, she, her, her mindset was she didn't like Hillary's pantsuits. So she decided to vote for Trump. I'm telling you, this is the full line. No,
2: I, you're not lying. I know. I know somebody that was the same way. They just didn't vote at all. Um, but it was, it. it was a black pastor that had a problem
0: with a woman leading him. Yeah. The, I, I'm yeah. speechless right now. Hold on. <laughs> Let's rewind the tape.
1: <laughs> to my grandma? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> pant suit?
1: Yes. She is a 70 something year old black woman that lives in the heart of Brooklyn, has never left Brooklyn, has lived there her whole life. And in her mind, part of the reason was she felt like a woman, and she's quoted this, she said a woman would be too emotional in office. Oh, my Lord. So with her traditional, or they call them traditional, but with her mindset, she looked at it as if we need to just keep things the way they are and keep white men in office. Even though she was so proud of Obama, I will say that. She just didn't feel like a woman should have been in office. Wow. And wasn't, the the, the she thing that pushed her over the edge was the pantsuit.
2: She clearly doesn't follow Trump on Twitter because she would know that he's an emotional wreck and he's a man.
1: No, she is not on that? social media at all. But she was watching the news and Hillary had on a cream pantsuit and it pissed her off.
2: Oh, is that the only only issue she had? Like, what else?
1: She so didn't do, it, it can't me. be just
2: because of her pantsuit. Please tell me yeah,
1: not. That's what, This is what she vocalized us. She couldn't get past the fact of having a woman in office because she felt that she would be too emotional when making decisions not knowing that we got the most emotional person, the yes. most sociopathic <laughs> person that has meltdowns every other day and he can't take people disliking him. Now we have the most emotional being in office.
0: And has she changed her mind at all for this go around?
1: She's, she's not, so now she's quiet about it. She's very quiet about it. <laughs> we don't even ask her because I don't feel like getting told on.
0: That is hilarious, but a little troubling at the same time. I have to to say, because, and and it goes back to what I said on previous episodes about Biden's VP pick being a female. You have to worry about men feeling that way, white men, maybe even black men. But when you have even, you know, for a fact that a lot of women feel that way, too. That's a prime example of it. Right. Where I I really think a young upstart male... May have been a better play. Just to get us out of this red zone. No, you know?
1: I disagree. I think it's, I think we have to break it some way or another. You have to break that mindset one way or another. Now's the time. The movement is strong. It's just time to do it.
0: Movements. <laughs> Perfect segue. CG mentioned movements. So I do want to talk about a certain movement that has been going on now. I believe it was created off a hashtag. Correct me if I'm wrong. And this is the Black Lives Matter movement. So there's Black Lives Matter and then there's Black Lives Matter. There's there's, there's two different things that are going on. And people need to know the distinction between the organization and the message of do Black Lives Matter? Yes. If you hashtag that and you feel strongly about black lives not being deemed as important or as valued as other, and you say black lives matter, yes, that's a fact. That's true. Okay. But then the organization is something totally different. Are y'all familiar with the organization? How it was created and structured and all that?
2: Oh, I, I'm not familiar. With, I looked at the bylaws and, you know, their... Um, they're about us, page, And I see why there's such a division among some people in regards to the support of the Black Lives Matter movement.
0: Now, the movement, when you say Black Lives Matter movement, you're referring to the I'm talking about that
2: organization that was formed. Okay. Um, so when you hear some certain black people say that I'm not, and I'm not, I, like you said, there's two different things going on there. But especially when you deal with like, You know, a Christian person saying that they don't stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. If you go to the website and you see some of the things that they say that they fight for, you can kind of see why there are certain people that struggle with standing behind the movement. So it's important that we explain the difference between Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter group. I don't know what you want to call them um, that has the organization.
0: But I think when they created it, it is all strategic that they want to create a level of confusion because why why is it an organization named after a saying? Because then you can create a level of confusion, even black people. So a clip of a group of black people, you know, they, they paint Black Lives Matter on the streets. A group of black mm-hmm. women went out there painting over it because they don't agree with the organization. But when I look at Black Lives Matter on the streets, they're just saying that as a message, right? I mean, mm-hmm. or do y'all think they're doing that for the organization? It's very confusing.
1: I mean, I think I, it's all things encompassing, right? So in my mind, I didn't know the difference between the two. Like, I assumed, like many other people, that there was um, a hashtag that I thought it derived from the movement. Then I found that it was the opposite way around, that the hashtag started, and then they the They piggybacked organization was,
0: off that. Yeah,
1: they piggybacked mm-hmm. off of that. Right. However, in my head, I still thought that the purpose of both the organization And the hashtag was to push all things that were related to social justice for black people. So like all of the civil rights violations and all the injustice and police brutality and so on and so on. And I started hearing a lot of people saying that they don't support the movement. And then I looked into the founders and so on. And I think I'm still confused.
0: Mm -mm, They want you to be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm still confused. I'll be honest with you. So I'm like, am I educated enough? To defend this organization right now, or is there more learning that I have to do? I just I'm not understanding. They're not giving you
0: enough information to learn. That's another problem. Like okay, you go to their website, Mm -hmm. and I'll be honest with you. I initially, I think it was 2017 when I was in DC. I tried to join, went on the website, submitted all my information, never heard nothing back (laughs) ever. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like three
1: black women, right? Three black women that. That
0: started this. So they say. <laughs> so, so, so they say.
1: Now we get into it. Now we get into it. So,
0: this organization was is not a grassroots organization. Like yeah. we go back in the day with the Civil Rights Movement or even Fred Hampton, the way he tried mm-hmm. to organize people of all color. He looked at it more as classes and within the Black Panthers. They didn't want that to happen again. They didn't want an uprising of a true grassroots movement and figureheads like a Fred Hampton, like a Huey, that people would would galvanize around and follow. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, the list goes on and on. Right. So this guy, George Soros, he's a Hungarian-American. I believe he was born over there somewhere. So he wasn't born in the U.S., but he's a billionaire, investor- He's been kind of behind a lot of black causes for some time. And he is the one that actually started Black Lives Matter. So essentially you have really? a white male who started Black Lives He poured in $30 million to start this group. <laughs> and these women that they try to put on the website... That's the face. ...are just, yeah, faces. And you, if you notice what they did, they're all women.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And not to go against anyone's sexual preference or yeah, even being a female they're all lesbians this is just the facts and,
2: uh, yeah, and and that's where and that's where the divide happens especially amongst conservative christians that won't stand for black lives matter is that part right there
1: well so, it's pu- okay so they're pushing for black liberation but they're also pushing for for the liberation of like
2: LGBTQ. we foster a queer affirming network Right. We gather, we do so with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of uh, heteronormal thinking, or rather the belief that the world is full of all heterosexuals. So if you have a person that believes in the union between a man and a woman, they don't you know, subscribe to homosexuality or things of that sort, but you have that is this is what Black Lives Matter is about, they're not going to stand behind that movement.
0: Exactly, they they're trying to make things all encompassing and group all these different things of injustice together. But there's a, a large percentage of people who, like you said, if you are a conservative Christian or even Muslim, uh, Muslim whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. you subscribe to, you're going to be reluctant to say I'm going to support this because I I, I can't support this because I don't believe in some of the other factions of this organization.
1: But on the flip side, if we're saying that black lives matter and our push has always been black lives matter, that means all black lives matter. And if we know that there are certain demographics of our black community that are targeted in different ways, then I believe that the organization should also pushed to defend that other group. So we know that our black transgender and black gay uh, community, they're targeted for being black and for being um, or having their sexual preference. And uh, I think it is a movement that has to stand behind them. And this is, they're part of this. Their black lives are being But should it be a separate
0: movement, CG? Should it be siloed in that way? I mean, we're just talking about the fight and the injustice of black lives when it comes to being black in America. Let's just focus on that. Let's just focus on that.
2: Yeah. And they also say that they're here to disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family. So, which
0: means they don't want men in the household. And that's the other thing that people, I mean, you get straight to the point. That's what they say. Okay.
1: So, Yeah, I get that part about breaking up the existence of a family. And no, we don't want to break up the existence of the family, but we want to. I'm thinking that that means that they want to welcome all types of families or also support black lives and black families any way that they're created. So if it's a black man and black man or so on and so on, they're still black. Their life still matters and they shouldn't be excluded from this movement just because of their sexual preference.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I believe that all Black lives should matter. But when you say we're here to disrupt the Western, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, those
2: words, that. those words can be taken as, like Tucson said, you're trying to kick the Black man out the house. So you're yeah. going to get that. You're, you're going to get that kickback,
0: especially when we talk about some of the things we spoke about on the last couple of episodes. Is the Black male being arrested and sent to the penitentiary, taken out of the household by the government?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: drugs infiltrated into communities tearing right. up that family structure with well, now the kids out running wild mama has to work two or three different jobs so right. why are we right. I mean even if that's what you believe and I'm, and I'm not saying any of that is untrue right. when you make it a part yeah, of I mean, your I mission would... statement it just adds a layer Absolutely. of confusion
1: no, i understand. I get it. I get it. And I get the confusion, and I get, and, and once again, getting it and understanding it is not saying that I support where the divide is coming from. It's just that now I'm understanding why some people are having problems getting behind the organization um, because they have their set beliefs. They have their set you know, thought system, and it's just anytime you include the LGBTQ community in anything, people want to separate from that. So, but know, aren't there
0: groups to support that cause?
1: Yeah, but there's a fight that has to be uh, put forth towards the black demographic in that group because they are targeted differently. They're targeted internally as well, more so. You know, is there me, a group, I
0: mean, specifically black uh, LGBTQ? Oh, yeah. There's groups yeah. specifically for that as well, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, there are groups definitely for that. I think the Black Lives Matter taking on the platform that it took on, they probably wanted to put out the message that we we support and stand behind all blacks, no matter where you are or what you are. I think and, that,
2: I, think, and I think that's where the sentence should have stopped.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think
2: you should have <laughs> continued on and said, I would you I agree. Mm -hmm. I I would say all black lives matter Regardless of your sexual orientation Your gender, gender expression, economic status Mm -hmm. Religious beliefs And I would have stopped there I went and went into we're here also to dismantle The westernized nuclear family Like just
1: And I agree with that And and dismantling is a bad choice of words Because now at the same token you're making Now you're targeting heterosexual Absolutely And you're making it seem as if Anybody that's a part of the heterosexual group Has to be Um what's the word that I'm looking for? Like if you're trying to dismantle the black, or not the black family, if you're trying to dismantle the regular way, the nuclear family, you're basically thinking that this is not.
0: And now you government. have to be on guard. Have you know what I mean? Now guard. you're on guard and your defenses are up. You know what I mean? Right, right, right.
1: Right.
0: It, it, yeah. It's just, and again, it goes back to this George Soros guy. In my opinion, this was just an investment for him. Because if you say, I'm going to put in $30 million into something, He's probably how much you think they've raised at this point? Maybe a hundred million. So he's already receiving a return sure. on his investment. And where's the money going? What have they done? And if I'm not mistaken, they're not a nonprofit, right? I I have, I have no idea because I tried to look it up. If you're a nonprofit, don't you have to show where your funding is going?
2: Yeah, yeah. Not not I can't that, find nothing. Apparently, Black Lives Matter, and it doesn't make sense because this is their argument. And I, I could be a little wrong, so somebody can correct this um so my church had to fill out a 501c3 um it took about six months for us to get approved they're saying well we're waiting for it to get back to us so in the meantime we're going to be covered under george soros 501c3 of some other organization
1: are you able um, to do
2: that? yeah yeah you're able to do that my problem is is black lives matter has been around longer than my church so y'all still waiting to get 501c3 approved
0: Exactly. He like, actually like, has a. Like, to your point, he has a bunch of different nonprofits under that. Yeah. One yeah. So that's
2: that's where it just seems shady to me is that they're still under someone else's five hundred one c three. They they should have they should have definitely been approved by now.
1: And, and this has been out since what, like
0: two
2: thousand sixteen? Martin. Oh, yeah, two thousand
1: thirteen.
0: Thirteen. Yeah, right. thirteen or fourteen. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And another thing with them is again, we don't know what it is that they're doing. If you look on their website as well, it says they're decentralized and they don't have any hierarchy. So now you don't have anybody to hold accountable. So these women that they put in the forefront, have we ever heard them speak on any platform?
1: Never. Have we, we ever seen them at a
0: march meeting. talking? I mean...
1: No, you're right. We do to know their names or their face. We're familiar with the, the the lady from the Me Too movement. We're familiar with her. mm hmm you know we've seen her.
0: Oh, we gonna get into that. <laughs> we gonna get into that. There's no disrespect, but I'm saying, come on. But we we, we, we gonna get into it. Oh lord. Oh, lord. <laughs>
1: This is, this is this is on
0: the line. We're going right back to that Aunt <laughs> I'm just, we, Hold on on, put the pause button on the yeah. Me Too founder. We're gonna put the pause <laughs> button on her. <laughs> 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 <What>? <laughs> oh man, let me gather myself here. Huh. <laughs> so what again, what have they done? There's no hierarchy. Nobody's held accountable. We haven't seen these women speak publicly at a march at CNN. Nothing. So when all this money is pouring in, how is it being divvied up to these various chapters? And there's only a chapter in maybe 20 out of 50 states. So what happens is the yeah. states that don't have any representation? Like, I just don't understand. We don't know. I can't name one thing that they can tangibly say that they they did. To help outside of i've heard they may have paid for some people got of jail stuff like that but mm-hmm. that's not bringing about change It's helping a brother's sister out when they ended up buying but where's all this money going i do not support the organization at all
1: and i'm at looking all. at it and i'm like and in the areas that we probably need it the most in our southern regions in our you know, and our Mississippi's and our Georgias and so on. There's and no chapter, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you see nothing.
0: Nothing. So yeah, just wanted to have a chat around the, the distinction because this, when is age now? This hashtag activism that yeah. I don't know how productive that is. The one thing to play devil's advocate that the whole decentralized, no hierarchy. You know, some people can say, well, all the leaders we had in the past, they got killed. Like, now you know who to target if you're trying to bring down an organization. Maybe there's some truth to that, but we still can't claim to anything that they've done. We still don't know where all this money is going to.
2: Right.
0: So I don't understand what role they're really playing. That's
2: the thing. That's the thing, too, is... If they're funneling the money under another nonprofit organization that carries a 501c3, then that money can be funneled to another organization like the Biden election or you know, we don't know. We don't know where that money's going.
1: So right. with them funneling this through another 501c3, usually you should be able to see the salaries that these um Nonprofit organizations are paying themselves, right? Is that?
2: You yeah, you should be transparent. Yes, because you, you every year you have to fill that form out. Um, at least here in the state of New Jersey, you have right. to fill that form out of every paid employee. We
1: don't know what their salaries are. We
2: don't know, and then if they're five hundred one c three, is through another organization, then they could be filling it out through that organization.
0: But if they are filling it out through that organization, is that still public information? We need to
2: find out who that organization is. I know what then, it is.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, then you should be able to see where that money's going. And something tells me that it's probably going towards, you know, some super PACs or something of like that sort. I mean, you know.
0: I would like to know what they've done, what they're doing. Like, what is their real purpose? And how have they progressed since 2013? How have they progressed Correct. black people?
2: It, yeah, so apparently Black Lives Matter actually started out as Black Lives Matters 2. T-O-O. Um, and then they took really? two off and it was just Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So it started off as someone tweeting or putting something out. Um, after, you know, all this stuff was going on with police brutality, and they started the hashtag is Black Lives Matters too. Um, somehow two came off and then Black Lives Matter became popular and then that's when we started getting a kickback. Well, all lives matter. But well, we're not saying that right. all lives don't matter. We are just saying black lives matter too.
0: But if you take the two off, it makes it easier to combat. It it creates even more confusion to now have that debate.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Well, the organization uh, that they're most likely under that George Soros has is called the Open Society Foundations. We're going to do some research into this Open Society Foundations See if we can get a little bit more information on Black Lives Matter, the organization. Yes, I believe Black Lives Matter. I hate when people try that "All Lives Matter" bullshit. But
1: yeah, that that drives
2: me. Yeah, so (laughs) yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Open Society Foundation is owned by George Soros, right?
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's most likely (laughs) what they would be under.
2: Yeah, who's Joe Biden's guy, right?
0: I don't know a ton about that. I have to look for I I'm sure he's involved because he's always been a, a Democrat. He's always he's always supported black causes yeah. and non profits, but it's always more to the story. You know what I mean? It's it's always more to it. His connection with Biden, I'm not that I don't know as much about that. We we can look into that. But are you suggesting that he's funneling money in some way? Absolutely. Yes. To Biden's campaign?
2: Yes, and I don't want to sound like, um, you know, (laughs) I don't want to sound like I'm on the far right. But I I think definitely for sure that this money is being funneled towards the Biden campaign. And they have a lot to do with, um, you know, some of the propaganda that we see on that side as well.
0: Well, we're going to look a little bit more into that. But C.G. did bring up something that uh, is also interesting is, you know, the Me Too movement also, I believe, was started as a hashtag. That's well, the first time you. I saw it.
1: I'm going to correct myself, though, because as I said that, I said, let me backtrack and make sure I'm right. And no, the hashtag came as a result of the movement. So I'm going to backtrack my statement and clarify that. As
0: a result of the movement, the th- movement that was started, started by, by the lady oh, that was on the Surviving All Kelly <laughs> yes so she started this herself
1: started this in 2006 and it became popular in 2017 after the girl from who's the boss what's her, what's her name
0: Alyssa Milano. Alyssa
1: Milano yeah Alyssa Milano started um, vocalizing the, the whole movement um, with the Harvey Weinstein situation so
0: that's the first time I heard of it was with Harvey I didn't know yes. it was Alyssa Milano who was the first one to call it out. But that was the first time I started to hear it was with Harvey Weinstein. So you're saying this lady created this in 2006.
1: Yes.
0: But when they started doing the hashtag, were they really referencing this no-name organization? I mean, at that point in time, that's what it would have been. Or did it just happen, you know, that the two of them were one and the same? You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're going to do this hashtag me too. Two weeks later, we found out. Oh, there's this organization that's around the same thing, <laughs> or whether yeah. they some way connected from the beginning, at least once yeah. they started doing the hashtag.
1: Yeah, I think the hashtag, the hashtag, kind of like made it viral and pushed it forward, and then it was like this was this movement was already created, or so on, and it just brought a different light to the organization. And this lady started coming out and speaking. Unlike the the three ladies from the Black Lives Matter movement, like we said, we started seeing this lady everywhere. Um, her name is Tarana Burke. We started seeing
0: her everywhere. I, I got—I was head caught head. off guard when I was watching the Surviving R. Kelly. I'm just Survivor. saying. <laughs> I, need to know. I know,
1: because I know you enough to know why you're <laughs> coming. No, really don't tell me
0: it. you weren't caught off guard either. Let's keep it real. When we were watching <laughs> Surviving R. Kelly, and then we saw her, and then we saw. the the, the title and and the name like hold on hold on hold on (laughs) she's the founder of this come on I was a little caught off guard but anybody can be violated anybody can go through some stuff but it just caught me off guard that's all (laughs) I'm saying and I'm sure I'm not alone (laughs) I know I'm not alone
1: oh my god I'm I'm trying to get like once he starts I try to see where it's going, Joel, but then it's. <laughs> going, <Joel. laughs>
2: you notice I've been quiet for like the last three.
1: <laughs> weeks.
0: All I said was I was caught off guard. I That's know, all I, I said.
1: Of, I know a lot of people who have said the same thing as you. And, and I agree with your last point. You made a very, 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 uh, uh, good last point that anybody could be violated. So I'm going to say you ended it with a strong point, son.
0: I had something else to say, but I'm going to end it there with the strong (laughs) point. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you this, CG. As a black woman in America, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what resonates more with you, me too or nigga too?
1: I, I feel them both.
0: No, no, you can't them, do that. Which one?
1: I feel them both. I think that, see, it's hard because I, we are victims of both. You understand? We are, and I, especially with right now, I'll say I have experienced an equal amount of discrimination on both sides for being a woman, mm. for being black. Wow. And then it's hard to explain that to someone who is not in that particular demographic because they don't see those experiences that you're going through because they're not affected by them.
0: Right. Right.
1: So as a, as a black woman, when we talk about the black lives matter, we're very passionate about it because we see what's happening to our black men and women every day. But even if you look at that, a lot of times the women's names are lost in the fight. Mm. A lot of times our names are lost in the conversation, which is why say her name had to now, uh, become something that we're chanting out because i have been to multiple rallies and they're screaming george floyd and they're screaming trayvon martin and we're sitting there screaming for them as well and then we're like well what about the women what about the girls that have that have faced this same uh discrimination the same situation that have faced police brutality and now you're starting to see more people say something about brianna taylor but we're like what about the um, a Tatiana Jeffersons and, a, and the Sandra Blands and the Kareem Gaines and, and so on? It's a list and list and list of girls that are lost in this conversation. And that is a direct connection to that there is a discrepancy between how men and women are treated even after death.
0: And not to mention, what about the girls who are just missing? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They don't, you're not looking for black girls they're not putting up the search parties and searching for us and putting up the posters and doing all the things that they're doing for us and there's no light that's being brought to the countless women, black women and black girls that are being trafficked daily you know, I,
0: let me, I don't want to cut you off and stop you there with the, the the racial component, I don't know if we can make that exclusive to to black girls. I saw something on ESPN. It was really good. It was like a 30-minute documentary on what's going on on the reservations. That right. all these okay. Native American girls, they are being taken and and nobody cares. Nobody's trying to find them. And it just, it's a crazy extreme that's going on that people are not paying attention to. It's like mm-hmm. astronomical numbers of the girls that are being taken off reservations. That they have right. a whole message behind that too so i don't think think it's exclusive to black girls
1: it's it's but there's a conversation that has to happen about what's happening because i know on reservations they have their different laws that that they abide by their own set of laws and there's so on but what i'm speaking of is the countless women if just look at atlanta look at what takes place when you actually travel to atlanta black women have our own little groups where we have to Let our family and friends and so on, everyone else know when you go to different hot spots because a cab or an Uber can come pick you up and take you somewhere. And there's no age limit that is cut off one. I went to Atlanta a couple years ago with one of my friends, and I had to send out a blast and let my Uber rides. Um, I had to share the information with my family and friends just so they knew where we were because we knew that even though I'm thinking I'm above a certain age and they're not worried about me, as soon as I got there, this black woman said, you guys do not get in the Uber. You do not get in the Uber. Right. And she to she told us, you do not get in an Uber and go anywhere. They're taking you guys. And I was scared. I was like, well, how the hell are we going to get through? We got to go. How are we going to get, you know, but it's just conversations like that.
0: Right. Especially so solo. Be... Black women, so cool. women period should probably avoid Ubers if they can by themselves. You know, go in groups, be with a male companion, right. but Again, I just don't know how exclusive it is to black women. Even white women. If you're a poor white woman, they're taking you. It's it's yeah, it's it's, it's going
1: on. They're looking for you too. They're putting up search parties for you.
0: You may have they a point there.
1: Yeah, they don't have. They don't care about finding. us. It's not going to give us the police force or the amount of manpower to find us. We're just gone.
0: So you're saying that the Me Too, being a female, it, it, it resonates more than them being black
1: no i i say they resonate equal and i've went back and forth about this it depends on the time so like in the height of the george floyd situation when this all started and i was like you know my priority at that moment was supporting my people as a black community that was my priority and then i started having conversations with people and i started realizing that and i said this to you guys off the record as well that um we all often have the conversation about white privilege, and we know what white privilege is We, because we're all direct victims of white privilege. These white people have these unearned rights and these benefits that are given to them just simply because they're white, simply because of all color. Right. And, their skin. and then the conversation when we mention it, and we're talking about we, meaning black women, when we bring up, okay, well, there is also a said privilege that's given to men. Simply because of their gender, that we are not allowed that we are not afforded male privilege. And then the conversations a saying. little weary. They're like, "Uh, oh, no, no, I don't really see it that way."
0: I think because that's what know. we were having the conversation. I would, I forgot what our conversation was. That's what it was. It was male yeah. privilege, right?
1: Male privilege. And yeah, I
0: they, said wealthy male privilege. And then you initially <laughs> agreed, and then you took it back. <laughs> I
1: took it back to <laughs> because I think that is a third level to it. I think there is a wealthy privilege. I think there is a white privilege, and I think that there is a male privilege. But all of the, you can be all three of those things, <laughs> or you can be even one of them, but you're still benefiting in some way.
0: You so, got all three. You unstoppable, right? <laughs> you're,
1: unstoppable. You're, you're Trump. You're Trump. You can, you can right. grab women by the pussy and right. still be president. You know. Um, so, but with male privilege, it doesn't matter your particular status. You are still afforded different privileges. Just See, a regular he, here's walk.
0: what I'll say as a black man. Especially in corporate America. Mm-hmm. These young white girls are getting away with it all. Mm-hmm. They're getting away with murder if they want to. And if it's their word against mine, mm-hmm. I can forget about it. So mm-hmm. I think we look at these things through different lenses based on our experiences
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so when you yeah, just generalize that there's a male privilege I've had experiences as a black man especially if it's a white woman on the other side mm-hmm. of the court
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not going to play in my favor as a black man
1: but guess who's at the very bottom of that a black woman because we're losing in everything we're losing in all of those fights See, so I we, I, I,
0: I, okay.
2: I'm, I'm with you CG to, to an extent but I think this goes back to our first episode where there are situations where they are totally intimidated by the black man Mm -hmm. and they will hire a black woman over a black man.
1: Yeah. Well, they get credit twice for it, but let's just say, if they were to hire the black (laughs) man, let's let's say we're both at an organization, no matter what the man is getting paid multiple times nine times out of ten you guys are making more money than us we have to come in and we have to fight for our salary because of our gender and that's why you have this whole women's movement and they call you feminist and so on and so on but we're we're being discriminated against because we're women you're being discriminated against because of our color so then it's two fights that we have to have and then you damn sure don't want to come in as a young black woman because then you're discriminated against because of your age or you could be discriminated against because you're an older black woman. It's just, we have multiple fights that we have to go through. And I think one of the biggest issue is I can take this fight against the white man. I have a problem when I have to fight against the black man and try to get you to understand that. How is it that you can understand and see discrimination when you are oppressed by it, but when you're oppressing us, you don't see it.
0: <sighs> see, my, my, um, scenario was with a white female so it right. it is a little bit different when it's a black female like i try to go out of my way to yeah. have a level of an understanding with my black counterparts whether and that's,
1: what we need. that's what we need yeah whether we, we
0: like each other day to day okay. or not but we need to be on a level of understanding absolutely with absolutely. one another right.
1: Cause it should be us. I'm not, and I'm not saying that this is the way the world is. But right now, it's us against them, and we have to be on the same page with each other.
0: Right.
2: Absolutely.
1: And that, as hard as we go for you guys, we want you to go that hard for us. But Black women are judged at such higher rates than any other race of women. There's nothing that we can do that we're not judged and ridiculed for. Nothing.
0: And let's let's keep it real. These are facts. White women are the ones that benefited the most from affirmative action. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When just, just again as a black man, when you talk about male, when you talk about male privilege, I don't think as a black man we can really get behind that. And why? We are probably the most demonized, criminalized, feared species on this earth as a black man. Now, if you add the wealthy tag to it, then now you all, yeah, you're in a different class. If you're, at least previously, they're trying to come after everybody now. But if Russell Simmons was doing what he was doing, getting away with it for three or four decades, it's because he was wealthy. He was rich puts him in another category. Uh R. Kelly, if he was doing okay, these let's things
1: let's go. Let's go. If he <laughs> was doing
0: these things, well he was doing these things. He's he's yeah. he's disgusted. He was able to get away with it for decades because he was wealthy and he made money for others.
2: Uh too. I don't know, bro. Uh it's a lot of uncles that get away with this mess.
1: Right. They get away with and, it and you and, and we
2: have... talked about this the other day with the book I'm reading, how that family just covers everything up while the dad is shown as some superstar father but meanwhile he's touching his daughters at night like
0: i'm talking about this more on a macro level every family has every family has this i don't think it's a
2: wealthy thing i think i think overall it's some creeps out here and i don't think money has anything to do with it these guys get away with it
1: right they get away with it and guess who's Guess who's demonized? The women, the little girls that they're called fast. Fast, yeah. They're cool to Absolutely. They're, they're shut up and they're judged. And they receive this ridicule and the shame from the family. If they do so, say something, they're shamed from the family. And you Absolutely. find everything that you can say about them. Look at what women go through a woman that is raped. Oh, well, what did you have on? Or were you enticing him? Or would, you know, there's so much that women go through that you have to defend yourself for being a victim.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not saying that that's not true. I think we're looking at this on different scales. I'm looking at it on a macro level. You guys are looking at it more so on a micro level. I'm talking about the term male privilege. As a black man, that's hard to swallow. Now, does it exist? It does if you're looking at, it, especially in through that lens of family dynamics. These things are not exclusive to race. When we're talking about girls being abused by family members and such, right. that's not that's not exclusive to Black people. That goes on in in, in many households, no matter how much money you have. So, but the term male privilege is just mm-hmm. a little harder to swallow.
1: Being a black man in America. Let me give you an example. Let's go back to... We all went to the same school. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to our days in school. Okay? Men or boys that were in school were praised for what? What were they praised for?
2: Getting all the girls.
1: Uh, Dating all the girls. Dating who you wanted to date. Breaking hearts. Whatever you wanted to do, you were literally praised for it. The minute a woman did one thing that you thought was out of character, what was she done? What what, what happened to her? She was demonized for it.
0: As a whore. She was,
1: yeah, she was criticized for the same thing, the very same thing that you got away with multiple times, that you got away with doing multiple, multiple, multiple times. I've experienced this. Women have experienced this all over. We've talked about this, and now I think there's a voice that's more vocal. We've even done it to each other based off of what we've seen society do. To us. So we're raised to believe that a woman has to, number one, be submissive, number one, be there for a man, that the, the level of your strength depends on how much you take, how much you endure, how much pain you can hold. And while this man builds himself up, and while this man figures out life, and while this man has potential, and he's growing into himself. A woman is supposed to be there and be a supporter for you. Meanwhile, we're told to have these traditional ways. We're criticized if a woman can't cook. You're criticized if a woman doesn't clean well. Meanwhile, you don't have these James Evans, hardworking type men that live out here. It's too much now. So now we're supposed to have these traditional values, and the men that we're out here running into don't have them, yet a woman is deemed strong and supportive if she stands by that man. Mm. and a man doesn't have to do that a man doesn't have to live by these traditional values a man does not have to work as hard because guess what we can use the excuse that the world is against him the world is against him that black woman needs to stand and hold him strong and our grandmothers used to operate a certain way and i guess what your grandmothers didn't have to go out there and work y'all were out there working taking care of everything and they were able to stay mm. at home and cook and stuff, but now we're doing all the roles now Super we're working point. That's yeah now we're point. working now we are cooking now we are cleaning we are doing all this and all you do is turn and look at us and say how much more can you hold on your shoulders and we're going to judge you on top of that
0: that's a separate conversation
1: it's all in it's <laughs> all on i don't think it, that has
0: anything to do with male privilege
1: It does. i'm telling you why let me tell you why because male privilege is that set belief That you can roam freely how you want to without judgment, without ridicule. You can go through life and figure things out. And a woman can't make one mistake even similar to what you make. Or one bad decision without being ridiculed and dragged her entire life.
0: What is the term for that? It's not stereotype. What do they call that? I'm having a brain fart right now. Double standard. Double standard. Yes. <laughs> double,
1: it, yeah, Thank you. Oh, we know a lot of those exist, so we we act like they're not that serious. I mean, we saw a lot of double standards, and I'm not even going to bring this up because we had a whole
0: deep. But let, deep but stuff. but there's a whole other side of double standard. Let's keep it real. The how women want to be treated and di- different things like that, and just the chivalry, and you can't have it both ways. You you can't be <laughs> <laughs> it can't be both ways.
1: I, I, mean, I literally think that chivalry is respect. I mean, men should want chivalry as well. Like, I think that in my mind, the way that women say they want to be treated is with respect. Make sure that you're you're you're, you're treating us how you would want somebody to treat your mom and your daughter. Why is that a bad thing?
0: No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it it, it can't be certain things about, I guess, doing the manual labor and different things like that that you mentioned. Are you gonna get out there and cut the? <laughs>
1: Yes, but I want you to know we are. We are out there changing tires. We are out there taking out trash. I'm, I
0: ain't never i ain't seen no chick out there cut the grass. I'm i I'm sorry. I, I haven't seen I it.
1: Have, I have cut grass. I have painted walls and rooms in my house. I have changed uh tires. I have done all of these things. My my father is um, one of those guys, he had four daughters, and he made sure that we all knew how to do things. And he said, you know, you have to know how to lay a floor down. You have to know how to, we. I mean, not that people do this now, but we know how to popcorn the ceiling. We know how to do Damn. all of these different things, fix all of these things, because my dad made sure that he taught us how to do both sides. Wow. Because he started seeing the generation that we were growing in. And now when you get... Joel, Joel, we're
0: going to put this to a test. I want you to take your car to CG and have her change your oil, okay? And then we're going to see, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. Go ahead, CG. I'm
1: just saying, there's so much that's expected of women. And then the same is not expected of men. We have a generation of women that are expected to play both roles, and that is I think directly tied to male privilege because the audacity, the audacity to sit there and ask for a tr- traditional style woman and you're not bringing the traditional style man to the table.
0: Mm. but whatever you are Whatever you are bringing the traditional style male to the table so a lot of girls still this. don't feel like they need to compromise whatever they believe in because we just live in a new day and age. The lines are blurred which I think why you see the high divorce rate and people are younger than they used to be. Everybody's still so much into themselves that it's very difficult to have a union that's going to last being in this day and age. I don't know how much it has to do with being a traditional male or female times change and, and things evolve. And I don't know if that, Union well, of marriage of has evolved with has the times, do, so. and people are still trying to do it the way they used to and then it don't it don't last it don't work unless you're a, a brother minister What's that
2: i said i think I think some of this has to do with the upbringing in the home as well um okay. with learning how to respect women and and you know vice versa learning that mutual respect I think some of that starts in the home um and fortunately, some folks just wasn't raised right. right. So I think I think that
0: caters to a lot of this as well. No, there's tons of dysfunction that we've all seen and grown up in and we continue to carry that on. Absolutely. And that's a whole nother conversation where people need to really deal with their pain and their issues. Because if you don't address them, you're just passing that on to the next generation. But my point more so is just the evolution of our society. And I think people are still trying to do marriage the same way he did in 1856.
1: On a one-sided scale, I don't think, I think people, are trying, <laughs> I really do. I think they're trying to do it. And I'm saying from, you you have to have like conversations with multiple women. Women have been saying this for some time and we tend to go unheard. Our voices are just dismissed because it's not that big of a cry because guess what? Men run the world. So I think, and, and look at the, and I, what I started to say, and then I stopped, but we had this conversation before, and we'll touch on it briefly, but look at the Will and Jada situation.
0: Look at the Will and yeah, Jada I'm trying look to stay how, away from that, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> in, look how up in arms, look how mad men were about this situation, and when is the last time you saw men in such an outrage over a woman being cheated on? Happens all the time. We see all these NBA players that have these break babies. And so, and you don't hear. Oh, I'm
2: furious when that happens. For what? The break <laughs> baby? <laughs> I'm just trolling. T- no. <laughs> and, I, and, then,
1: and then I saw it and I was like, why is there this outrage? Like, and, and I started naming it the All Hearts Matter campaign because I didn't understand where all of this outrage from men about. Loyalty and being uh, committed came from because I've never heard men chant that.
0: I think never, that it wasn't as loud as you're making it out to be. I think a lot so of hard. I think a lot of it was in a in jest, a joking manner with Will. <laughs> I don't I don't think people were really crying for him personally.
1: They were they, they were calling they were saying Jadas for the streets.
0: Mm she says she is though that's what that's what's going on no no i'm not just saying they're (laughs) not for the streets but they have open marriage where they both do whatever they want to do they still trying to dance around that but that's what it is do we we know that we don't know that
1: we know the rumor of that we don't do we we know that
2: that's the thing um because i had an argument with someone because they're like well what about all the times will and i'm like how do you know you know, this is the, the situation that's at hand. She got caught. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with men is for so long, and, you know, and, and, and they deserve, you know, the ridicule that they have is that a lot of times when they get caught out there, all men aren't, you know, ish. You know, y'all, y'all know, y'all can say those words. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, it's a situation where the man can finally look back at the woman and say, see, you guys do it too. I think that's what the uproar is all
0: about. Mm. Mm, yeah, that's the, that's a valid point, and I don't. Well, this this can veer off to many different places. What I'm really trying to say is the male privilege tag is hard to swallow. Enjoy, you're a black man. Do you uh, understand? I, I don't know if you understand I, where I I'm coming from, or are, right? Yeah, right.
2: It's, it's definitely a, a hard pill to swallow, just being a black man. But like CG said, my eyes can be clouded because I'm only focusing on myself. Um. And she's absolutely correct. I mean, am I really looking for the, for the well-being of a Black woman when I'm so confused and so concerned over how situations are happening for me? You know, I, I think we do have to, like, look back and see what's going on on both sides for the Black male and for the Black female, um, because definitely there can be some privilege on the Black male
1: And I think that conversation just has to be something that we have. We have to have it. Yeah, I agree. Right. And you know, it's okay with not understanding because I even I had a conversation with someone that I know that owns a business and he's a black male and he said, you know what? I feel like black women have privilege because if I hire someone and all of a sudden she gets pregnant then or she has cramps she can't come to work or so on, I have to it's just easier for me to hire a black man because I don't have to go through all the stuff. So that's why I choose to hire black men because we don't have the same issues that you guys have, for every month you gotta be out for a day or so. And I I didn't understand that conversation because I assumed that, you know, it was understood that the woman's body operates a little bit differently and that there are going to be those times that you said from a business standpoint, it's a privilege to women that he can't afford when hiring employees. So Uh. I didn't look at it from that perspective because I'm a woman and I just expect that what's going on with me should be understood because I can't control it, you know? So there is a conversation of privilege that I think needs to go both ways. But we want you to understand that we we're experiencing that at work. We're experiencing that in our own community. When we get out of our car, we have to look around because we're afraid of who's going to grab us, rape us. put you know, it's that type of life that we have to live. And we need you to understand Mm. it.
0: No, I I, I definitely get it. And I, I wouldn't say we not understand. I think we may not agree on everything, but we come to a level of understanding. You absolutely, I mean? and then yeah. we can continue to have the conversation because that's the only way we'll be able to understand each other even more. Absolutely, absolutely. You know,
1: right. and we can't walk on eggshells with the topic and the conversation. I think we do that because we don't want to offend. So many times, men are afraid of what they can say. Mm-hmm. Like I I did see a guy that we all know from school, and he went online the other day and he said something about what a woman was wearing he said that she was in the airport and she had a crop top. And I guess he believed that her body didn't suit her for this outfit. And he called her a airport hoe, is what he called. Mm. And when I say 300 comments later, he got dragged to filth. <laughs> it was like, who are you <laughs> Who are you to determine what a woman's body should be like? And we don't say anything when y'all walk around with beer bellies. And all <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, oh. in, and I just read, I just read, and I just read, and I said, well, at least now there's a voice that's standing behind it, you know, and and, and women are no longer subscribing to these thoughts that right. men have of us that we have to stay within this box. You right. have to be this certain thing as a woman.
0: Well, I think we do need to talk about that. Maybe not today. Probably not today. But I think mm-hmm. the lines are blurred too much. And and yeah. there's nothing wrong with having a role. In, in, in any team, I coach basketball or even when your team's at work, everybody has to have a certain job to do. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's up to, to, to that team to have that discussion with one another of what our roles are going to be. But it can't it, I don't think enough people have that conversation. The blur of get the lines get blurred and then it's chaos. Mm-hmm. There has to be roles. Now do those roles always have to be the traditional ones? No. But you gotta come up with some level of structure.
1: Yeah. Guy I agree. I agree. <laughs> we we agree. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: <don't want> <laughs> There we go.
1: I appreciate you guys though because having the group that we have and we can have these conversations and even when we originally had it before and there were questions about well I don't get that or I don't understand that you didn't just argue me down you you listened and you wanted to understand you know and and it was it was my job, well not really my job, it's your job to 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 be receptive to what I'm saying, but it's my job to try to Explain it in the clearest way that I could. Right. What it is that we go through, so that you could try to see that. Yeah, we talk about white privilege all the time, but there is a, I said, privilege that you guys are allotted to, but that we're not. And, you know, but I. You're, right.
2: you're you're giving us view of blind spots that we don't see. Right. Um, right. And as a father of two daughters, having these conversations and these discussions mm-hmm. allowed me to have a, discussions with them and to see, you know, what's going on in their world. Right. And how they how they how they how they're going to feel as they enter into
0: adulthood. So, but uh, dialogue, uh, real quick, not to go too far into this, and that's definitely true, Joel. And this leads to what we were talking about earlier. What role Uh-oh. do women have to take, CG, when right. you have the wet ass pussy song in the oh, video out it. there in the world? What level of responsibility is there?
1: I think. Okay, I think that women have to take the same amount of responsibility that men have to take for putting drugs and guns and talking about shooting the boy next to you that they have to take. So I think we're pushing for equal responsibility. We're putting these songs out there, and if you're going to hold us accountable— Hold us as accountable as you're holding these men that are talking about having women all over the place and um, shooting this person and shooting this person and killing this person and infusing drugs into everybody. We have to all be held to the same level of accountability because we're putting the wrong message into our kids across the board. Mm.
0: Preach. Preach.
2: That was a message
0: right there. Amen. We can't be
1: more mad at the women than we are at the men.
0: Very true. But... There Has to be some level of accountability,
1: it is a yep, and that's what it definitely does. So, what I'm saying is, we can't big up Rick Ross and Future for having this drug push, this hustler drug pusher music, and then tell these women that okay, well, you can't talk about being a stripper. It,
0: no, it's boy, right. you even in the Snoop Dogg and X battle, when ain't no <laughs> fun came on, Angela Rye, Issa Ray, or I'm not y'all what like women empowerment, y'all putting the fire emojis up there, like, it's a little confusing <laughs> it's a little confusing which one is it? it, it just it just,
2: it, so it just shows that every generation has had its ratchet music <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. all that shows that's um, a
1: good point, Joe.
2: my concern is now that I'm a parent
0: <laughs> right? I'm right. looking
2: back at my parents and I'm like, wow, y'all let me listen to that <laughs> Right, that's mm. that's the thing. I'm kind of being a hypocrite.
1: We are we're big hypocrites because listen, when you heard the WAP song, what was the first thing that you recognized? The there's some holes in this house. Did we all do that because that came from our era. And we
0: were singing
1: around, dancing and clapping with it and everything, and thought nothing of it. Remember what was out? Oh, the I don't even know. If I can say, the name of the song was what, put it in my mouth, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. 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 the yeah. Three, six mafia. Three yes. six mafia.
0: The it's whole little Kim no, album. <laughs> the yeah. first yeah. Little Kim oh, album the porn it was a porno. Yes. Yeah,
1: it, it <laughs> and, and that's this stuff I had no business singing. I used to sing them with conviction too, like heart, <laughs> everything. I'm like, missing. I, I was singing this like I would die for this. And I didn't know. I that, mean. Yeah, like going in, right? Yeah,
2: look look <laughs> at the subliminals of SWV going downtown.
1: And that was the song I'm thinking I used to literally perform.
0: <laughs> but that was, was done tastefully. That was actually kind of done tastefully. This stuff right here. This wrap and the, the little Kim stuff—it's porn. All right, so it's porn. Silk, up.
2: let me lick you up and down till you say stop. Right,
0: right. Tastefully, tastefully. Well, we gonna wrap this this little segment up here, but I to wrap it up. I was actually just watching Eve's Bayou. It's kind of re- relates to this conversation. Y'all remember Eve's Bayou?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: They- With the father, and I always forget what happened at the end, so that's why I was watching it again. And I'm like, I still don't understand what happened. So did he molest the daughter or not? Like, it was very confusing. Do y'all remember that much about it? No, I haven't seen that movie in years. I haven't seen it in years. I don't
1: remember the ending, but the daughter was what Megan Good, right? Yeah,
0: it was Megan Good,
1: yep. I thought he molested
0: her. But then they came back towards the tail end and he had wrote a letter to the sister about how she actually came on to him and then the youngest daughter read her mind like she put her hands on it it was in that whole creole voodoo stuff and she could read what really happened but it was very vague so i was like well did he do it or not but (laughs) we can we can move on now i'm gonna go back and watch yeah that movie
1: always scared me i don't know why it just always scared me (laughs)
0: Well, because they have all of that whole voodoo stuff going on.
1: Yeah, probably. There's just some movies that didn't even have to be horror movies, but just some of those. That was one of those that I kind of stayed away from a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, do I'm we want to talk about Kanye West? We don't, oh, we don't have to. I mean, he I was on the it. docket, but.
1: The Birthday Party. <laughs> That's the name of his party.
0: Oh is, oh, is that really what it is? I heard something about that.
1: He named it their
0: birthday party. <sighs> Real I quick. Mean, he was
1: very serious too.
0: Do y'all think Republicans? Is this he's conspiring with them?
1: Absolutely. Oh, or Kanye is just being Kanye, and <laughs> this is just working in their favor, so they're not stopping it.
0: I believe most of the states he's trying to get on the ballot are like the the swing states. Let's see. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think they found it was multiple Republicans that have been either a part of his organization or they found in some way they're attached to it.
2: Mm.
0: And I guess, what is the thought process that younger Black people will vote for Kanye just for shits and giggles and it'll take votes away from Biden.
2: If you if you leave your house to go stand in line <laughs> with Kanye West, you're a pure idiot. Like But you nah, saw
1: I, you, you saw some people online when it first came out before he started speaking. You saw some, and not that you guys would know who she is, but she's a reality star, Masika or whatever, and she has a, a baby with uh what's the guy, Fedywap. But you literally saw her and she has an influence over people, so with with her fans or supporters or whatever, they see this and they'll follow what she said. But what she said was, Kanye has my vote. And then... Um,
0: so.
1: And yeah, and then... Chance the Rapper said that,
0: it also. Who people see, respect then, him. You know, he has a real level of respect that this girl may she, not have. I don't know, but...
1: She, she doesn't, but she has enough of a following so that some people will just listen to what she says because she's an influencer or you like her hair or whatever. And these are first-time voters or people who just really aren't going to put any much... Meriden to doing their own research. You say that on a broad platform. And then a couple days later, oh, I retract my statement. Kanye's crazy. What?
0: (sighs) He is crazy. I, I, I don't even know. Even if, say, it worked to a full effect, would it make a difference? Like you said, I don't know if it's that many kids, especially the younger generation, Like, we know Kanye, you know, you talking about kids who just entered into the realm of voting at 18 to 22 or maybe to 25. Not sure how much they give a damn about Kanye West.
1: They don't, but you have those that follow a lot of, like we said, that will tell them um, what to do and they'll make a decision based off of that. So when you go and it's your first time voting and you're in there and you're trying to get in and out and some of them just vote down the line. Mm. Or you pick a familiar name. And that's that. That's what voting is. Just to get your sticker or your whatever and say, I voted. And it's just like you would see some random Sally from ShopRite would get votes because people were just typing their names. And people are picking anything. And every vote matters in this particular election. Every vote matters.
0: That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, he just got denied in his own state of Illinois, his home state. And it's weird because I guess he needed 2,500 signatures to get on the ballot, which that don't seem like a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: And he, and he, I guess he turned it in with like 3,600. And then after they reviewed it, they figured out like 1,800 signatures were, were not valid signatures. So he's out uh-huh. here forging signatures. But we you would think Kanye a- West could get 2,500 signatures, right? <laughs> He should be able to stand in the
1: middle of Chicago and get that. That's a common fight, though, in any political battle, even in local political battles, when you get the signatures, the opposing side always tries to dispute the validity of some of the signatures. That's in your lower level mayoral uh, races as well. So, you know, I think he could have probably very well had legitimate signatures, but that's going to be the dispute in regard. So I don't know. (laughs) (sighs)
0: <sighs> I, I don't know I, think, I
2: don't know I try to I try to still look at it with a serious eye because we saw what Donald Trump was able to do so I still take Kanye serious
0: <laughs> yeah you gotta take it all serious like you said the, the slightest down, percentage I still gotta take it serious right slightest percentage cause this year really there really isn't like a libertarian independent type of candidate right There
2: is a guy, I can't think of his name right now, but he was like a truck driver for 30 years. Um, And he's running for the Green Party.
0: Oh, God. I'm talking about legitimate. I mean, in the past, we had names that could get on 60 Minutes and talk. There's nobody like that. No, no, you're not going to have that. (laughs) And and I think the Republicans need someone like that. And I guess guess their strategy is Kanye. Because every time there's that independent voice... That might pick up 4% of the vote or 2%. I think Ross Perot okay. got like 4% back in the day. Oh, that's
1: a throwback, Ross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got another throwback for you, just so people are aware. In 1988, Michael Dukakis had a 15 point lead. Absolutely. Over George Bush at the end of July. Yep. 15 points. Michael Dukakis lost lost the election in november
2: yeah well he was a former prosecutor that had um released a man out of jail that had murdered a bunch of people and then somehow he murdered a person ended up back in jail so they were showing how his record on criminal reform was terrible so that's how he lost that huge 15 point lead they were able to dig up which i'm afraid of with kamala they were able to pull up cases where they felt like he jacked up and that's what really killed his presidency um aspirations
0: these and, things can change quick
2: yeah same thing can happen with kamala you know if you can find the right case and show where she is on prison reform or how she you know jacked up a case this can end up biting democrats along with the 94 crime bill that people are going to continually bring up with biden
0: right and then you know that's so why
1: let me ask, you, let me ask you a question. you said he had a 15 point lead At the end of the popular vote tally, is that what you're saying? No, leading up to the
0: election. So at this time in 1988, he was up by 15 points. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: And
2: then they were able to pull up dirt on him, and it literally destroyed his whole campaign before 90 days before the election.
0: Okay. He also apparently said some stuff about Reagan, which Reagan was kind of a beloved president by the other side, (laughs) right? And Reagan actually came out personally and said something against him. So that didn't help him either. But to your point, Biden, maybe that's why they're taking so long. Biden makes the wrong pick. That's why I think Kamala is the most dangerous to the campaign. I think think they should stay away.
1: What would you say? You think she's the most dangerous? I thought, no, it was Joel and I that were... Agreement that she would might she might be the ultimate I think
2: shooter. she might be, yeah. I think she might be, um,
1: just
0: cause she's mean, skin. because cause she's light skinned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all think because she's light skinned,
2: I think they're going to give off the, the, the view that she is the next upcoming Obama,
1: right?
2: Uh-uh. And I think that's what they're going to try to use, um, you know, as her face for the for the uh campaign, right?
0: Because you know, when the senator. I'm not even sure how long she's been a senator, but they can go back to what she voted yes or no to. They're going to go back to her record as a prosecutor. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I just feel like she's too much of a liability.
2: They're going to go back to how she got the prosecutor job.
0: Yeah, I think she's too much of a liability.
2: She was dating a married man.
0: Wow. I didn't know that.
2: And he got her that job.
0: There you go. I I just don't think she's the right choice. I know I had a gaffe last time, but this is what I saw today. I believe it's the facts on CNN that he's down to six. And it's Susan Rice, Kamala Harris, the Duckworth lady, Karen Bass, Elizabeth Warren, and the governor of Michigan, which I thought she was out. But they said that Biden just met with her this past week. Right. Susan Rice sold off all her Netflix stock. So a lot of people think that that might... I don't think she would have to do that, though, but some people believe that could be a sign. It's like 300000 worth of stock. The Michigan uh, governor would... I think would upset some people.
1: Yeah, then. Gretchen lady, um
0: yeah, she has yeah. enough. She,
2: she she was my problem I had the same problem with her that I had with the mayor of Atlanta. Is she just has a lot going
0: on. Yeah, know, I guess she's out history. though. I think Keisha's out. Yeah. They didn't have her on. Stacey A. Yeah, yeah. I I I'm still going for Elizabeth Warren. We should find out this week. I would have to imagine if the first debate is on the seventeenth. Y'all still sticking she- with Kamala? That we're just saying,
1: no, and I'm just saying, I am, I'm all for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I will say she is one of the ones that you don't really see speaking out much now. Like I haven't seen her. What I would soon would be, like, putting herself on the public eye, knowing that she's a, a potential VP pick. I haven't seen much. Well, I think of her.
0: she doesn't want to do anything that might ruin her chances. You really okay. don't see any of them talking too much because it could. They could say we something that backfires.
1: We saw Stacey Abrams out.
0: We've seen her a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I think maybe she was never really as considered as we thought initially. Okay. Same with uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. I, I think maybe those are people that the black community was pushing. And I know they were vetted. But right. I'm starting to see that maybe they were never really realistically being considered but Agreed. could be could be wrong but we're gonna see but we're gonna we gonna end it on a music topic we missed it last week um but we're gonna jump back into it back to the verses battle I love them y'all didn't watch the Rick Ross and the in the chains right y'all didn't y'all didn't y'all didn't, y'all didn't get into it not
1: this is the first versus battle that I missed and I really don't care I didn't even go back to watch the recap, but I did see a meme of of Rick Ross dancing with his shoulders. I I like Rick Ross. I was like, what did I miss?
0: But they I they they they, they had strippers, he was getting a massage for like two songs straight.
1: God. See, this is what I have a problem with.
0: <laughs> what?
1: I have a problem with it. And I don't I know many people disagree with me. I think you guys are I think at least you two disagree with me on this. That I wanna see it stay with our ultimate legends, like this new generation of music, or in and I still consider Rick Ross and Two Chains in this two thousand-ish. Generation—they're too cool for school, and I don't want it to. It started see that.
0: out kind of slow, but they had to trickle in those antics because they may not be the best performers or the most personable. So right. they 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 sprinkled in the, on their own little flavor, which was entertaining. I will say, and I,
1: know, I know that to, uh, two two chains, Titty Boy, whatever we call him. I know, <laughs> that he, I know that he has twenty songs. I just can't name twenty songs. Or verses and or features it, it, or
0: whatever. It, it, It'll surprise. You. That's why the verses are so good because you forget about a lot of stuff. He was on a lot of records, like right. they weren't okay. his, but he was on them, and he had good okay. moments on them. So he a lot of the songs were those type of songs, you know. But well, that's
1: why I think they need to define the rules because that's why I'm getting a little confused. We pulling up tracks that we just said two words on, and we're not twenty. I thought it was about having your catalog.
0: But those records are part of your catalog. I mean, and you know what it should be? Do you receive a royalty off of the record or not? Like, okay. if you're a featured artist, I'm not always sure how that works. If if he right. plays the Drake and 2 Chains record, does he still receive residuals off of that record? If not, then it shouldn't be a part of your catalog. You know right. what I mean? I mean, yeah. they'd probably be too difficult for them to... To figure that out because a lot of records people probably should be getting royalties on they don't but they, you're right I agree with you CJ they do need to define what a catalog is right. what is actually representative of your catalog that mm-hmm. would be very tricky to do in the music industry though mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it after it started out slow but it got better you
1: watched it from beginning to end
0: now I feel like you're judging me. <laughs> I, I didn't even know you're they trying were to judge me here. <laughs> you come off a little judgy. <laughs> Yes, I did. I did
2: not even know they were battling until somebody sent me the link. Um, oh, I, I just, I just wasn't that interested at all.
0: I, I wasn't either. I wasn't either. Like if I had some other stuff going on, then I wouldn't have watched it. But I had shit else to do. I'm like, all right, let me just let me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> you
1: telling us off? Well, what you want me to do? <laughs> I mean,
0: you've been coming. I, mean, I have to be more prepared for you going forward. You came at me a little bit the last episode. Uh, you no. trying these little jabs here and there. I've got to be more prepared. It's on me. It's my fault. Uh,
1: Well, at least you did watch it because now because of you were able to have a conversation about it, we can't contribute to this topic.
0: Well, really just trying to get into the next battle. This is what they're saying. They're saying that it's going to be the biggest one yet. This was Tim and Swiss. They were talking. That's true. That's true. But these are the only facts we have. It's going to be the biggest one yet. 20 years in the making. And it's for everybody. And they specifically mentioned ladies. Who do y'all think those different variables amount to? What's the next battle? It's supposed to be making the announcement tomorrow. By the time this podcast come out, it'll probably make the announcement. But it's for everybody. 20 years in the making will be the All biggest right, so, one yet.
2: So My Way came out in 97, 98. Mm-hmm. Uh but Justin didn't drop a single album until what two thousand mid two thousand
0: InSync was, was out probably. It was
2: what? with InSync, yeah, InSync did come out around ninety eight. So um my bets is it's gonna be JT versus Usher.
1: And I'm sorry, but I don't wanna see anybody white on the versus. I'm just sorry. I, that,
0: damn I, <laughs> I love CTR all... <laughs> Justin, Justin don't get the too. pass.
1: <laughs> I just know nah. I wanna see Usher. But I don't want to see Justin Timberlake. I just don't care enough. And not to say that I haven't listened to a Justin Timberlake song. I like him as an artist. I just don't. I thought the versus was for us. You know what I'm saying? And for our artists. Now, if it's for everybody, if you got to think about the artist that appeals to everybody, it's Mary. Mary is one of the only female artists that both men and women will rock and blast in your car with no problem. Absolutely. true. I don't know anybody else unless they put Mary against Usher.
2: They're saying Mariah
0: Carey, but I don't wanna I don't wanna see Mariah Carey. Y'all you gotta dis stop disrespecting Mariah Carey. Yeah, y'all act like she don't have joints for us. She does. Mariah has
1: some she has some songs, especially in her catalog when she was hip hop for a couple years. That's cool. <laughs> even even Mariah- even
0: her joints even her joints for everybody. The Glo- One Sweet Day is a great record. Let's not act yeah. like it's not. Mary, a whole nother monster though
1: Mary is different like what are you, are you gonna cry when a vision of love comes on to the no but when Mary stands up like Mary's joint you're gonna lose it she may it's have
0: to Teddy stay away Rowley from a vision the of Jetty love Rowley
2: versus is. baby face battle all over again if you put those two on stage
0: uh, the wedding versus the reception yes
1: pretty
0: much <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 let's if it is Mary Mariah that checks all the boxes it would be the biggest one yet
1: it
2: would
0: it would well, 30 be
2: 30 years though they're 30 years
0: well, the hey, maybe maybe it doesn't check the box of 20 years in the making but well that's the one it doesn't check when they say 20 years in the making it leads me to believe they've been compared to each other in some way so maybe it doesn't check that box
1: you you know what i think it might be mary verse faith
0: mm, but that's still 25 30 years right Let's not get maybe they maybe and they just Faith threw a, a round Mary's number background. out there
2: all right so real quick i'm so I'm so sorry all right, i I might have missed this all these years um cj seems like she has a keen eye to back to like 90s two thousand videos <laughs> did y'all see um what's the one mary j blas no more drama um uh Dr dre did the beat
1: mm-hmm.
2: let's get it crunk. Get dancery me time <laughs> <laughs> Dan- yeah dancery dance with me did y'all see that video recently? Or have y'all seen it? No. No. Do y'all know she's eating crab legs in that video?
0: What's that got to do with like, oh, anything? was
2: so ingredient-like, <laughs> and
0: I loved every part of it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point?
2: <laughs> it was like so ingredient-like. Mary is like Mary, like hood. Worse than the Burger King commercial where she was. Yo, dancing I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, are they crab legs on the table? Like they're in the club dancing with crab legs.
0: I had no problem with the Burger King commercial. I was mad that they pulled that. Like
2: Was that Burger King or a KFC? It
0: was Burger King. It was chicken fingers. You can't they had yeah, no
2: chicken was involved,
0: yeah. They had multiple commercials about their new products with different artists. I mean right. it's just it's just ridiculous to me. I think it's like, all right, if they would have done it with a white person then they got they got a check for it, you'd have been mad. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just I, I thought that was way overblown, but Back to the verses. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was just well. It just came to my mind. I'm like, I'm the only one to ever seen this. Mm-hmm, but now
1: I'm going to look it up. Mary gonna... and
0: Faith would be the best as far as fan base and being able to compare them as artists. Like, they're going to bring the same fan base. They're going to be on the same vibration. Funny. But to me, Mary is like two or three levels ahead of Faith. And I love oh, Faith
1: agreed but we know like men listen to both of them with no problem you know the women always were going to listen to them it's kind of hard to get a female artist that men will listen to with no problem
0: the one i thought it was going to be when i first heard them say it and especially cuz brandy just dropped an album and you say 20 years in the making like they've been beefing <laughs> or at least the media has projected that that it might be brandy versus monica but i don't think that's for everybody I don't, I don't think that's for everybody.
1: Interested. You think? Would you guys? I mean, you you would because you're really interested in music. But how many men do you know are going to say, "Oh, let me stop and check the verses, battle? <laughs> right?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that goes back to see. You can't do that. See, you can't have it both ways. That's a double standard. That's I'm, a double I'm, standard.
1: I'm, 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 watching, I'm watching y'all. I know for a fact I'm going to be there. Oh,
0: I'm watching. I'm watching.
1: I'm watching. I don't so many men that's going to stop what they're doing.
0: I don't think that's for everybody. No, I think
2: if you're of a certain age, you will watch,
0: but but Justin and and Usher ain't for everybody. Ain't a bunch of dudes Mm. tuning in for Justin and Usher, maybe Usher Usher. and and Breezy or Usher and I don't know who else you could really put them up against Usher and Mary. Like, yeah, people, I think a large amount of people, no matter what, would tune into that. But yeah, I really think it is Justin versus Usher. I don't sure. think that's for everybody but I think when they say it's for everybody they're talking about white people. I think that's what they mean because I would have to imagine
2: a lot of black women like Justin 70% Timberlake
0: of too. the Versus audience has probably been black. Now you open right. it up to a whole another audience when you bring in a Justin Timberlake who Timberlake has a great relationship with.
1: And I'm not knocking at but I just feel like now we open the door and like this, and, and whoever said Black women like Justin Timberlake. I do. I can dance and sing to Justin Timberlake. But now we open up to where now, sooner or later, you're going to start seeing Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera. And I don't want, like, I don't feel like it. I don't want.
0: (laughs) But for any business to grow, as you know, you can't have it exclusive to a certain demographic. I'm just saying.
1: you're right, but I guess I'm resistant to that. And you know, not that I'm on a level or a scale of them, but people have been telling me this was my business for so long. <laughs> Open up, and I'm like, no, I'm keeping it. But you it think, to-
2: you think, like those artists would actually sit there and do a battle versus each, versus each
0: other? If like, it, if it meant know, I think something Black, to Black
2: folk, them, it's that it's that competitive edge that we have. I don't know if like those white artists would actually sit there and do that.
0: I think they will because it means more streams of their music. I think now that mm-hmm. Apple is involved, there's some money involved. Yeah. And we we don't know when the world is really going to open back up for live shows. Right. So I think it could be a thing. These type of things, we have to enjoy it while it's still ours. Anything right. that starts in the Black culture is always going to have the culture vultures come in. And unfortunately... Tim and Swiss, I guess, own the name versus the title. They'll probably do the business, but at some point, it's going to be diluted because they if they want it to grow. You just can't keep it for ourselves. So enjoy it while it lasts. When it's two chains and Rick Ross, you need to be watching, damn it, because it might not last for long. <laughs> right.
1: and I respect Swiss and, and Timberland, and I w- especially with Swiss, I was watching something that his TED talk. Did you guys see that?
0: No, but I I will check it. How long was that? How long ago was that?
1: It was recent. Uh, he was because he was talking about verses and what he's created. But him and his wife, Alicia Keys, they also created something for artists. Because, you know, if you're a artist, not just a black artist, but just an artist in general, and you sell your work, you're selling your work for whatever that money is at that time. And then sometimes these people go on and sell your, your product or your, your painting, your art, whatever it is or um multiple times that amount and then you don't receive residual income after that mm. you for your product. So they created this foundation so that artists will continue to get a lifetime payment like um, like, like the artists are doing like the musical artists are doing.
0: Interesting. So um,
1: yeah I, it was it was interesting because I didn't realize how heavily involved they were in keeping art.
0: Now are you saying mm. if the if that art or painting is reprinted and sold <laughs> and
1: No, if if I paint something and I sell it to you for $100,000 and then you sell it to someone for $3 million and then that person sells it to someone for $5 million, they feel that the original artist should continue.
0: Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That was on topic, just like the crab legs, so sorry about that.
0: But We're going in on this because there's a possibility it's LL. Who the hell can LL battle? I, I would love
1: that. I
2: would love that.
0: I'm
1: coming dressed with my bucket hat, and I'm performing every song.
0: But who could it possibly be?
1: LL versus LL.
0: <laughs> I think it could be Drake, but I know some people have an issue yeah. with that because of different eras. But the music is very much on the same vibe, for yeah. the most part. No, I nobody else has had a long
2: window. I mean Drake is 11 years deep and LL was he probably had a good 16 17
0: year run. LL had 20 years easy. 20. he
2: started in 86 he was making hits in 2006.
0: He was before 86 wasn't he? But yeah he had know? records in 06. He had that joint with A-Marie and um Yeah, that was like 03. Joe is 20. Years. <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> I think
2: I think they're they're the best matchup just because of their catalog and their diverse.
0: Drake and um and LL.
2: Drake and LL, but I don't know if Drake would do it.
1: I'm gonna say if they do go back with LL, then put LL against like Salt and Pepper or Run DMC or somebody.
0: Uh, Please don't do it. Come on, no, no. No. Song Pepper agree. is the most overrated group in hip-hop what? history. I cannot stand salt pepper. He said okay. yeah. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree with you on that one. Oh my God. It,
1: it, it, it show. You were getting ready to end the show, right,
0: Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to hear none of those records today. Maybe push it. Maybe. They didn't write any of their verses. I mean, come on.
1: Oh, but we celebrate Cardi. I
0: did not know. Well, we who, said, who, who said we were celebrating that? No, the world
1: doesn't. The world doesn't. I'm so, standing behind salt and Pepper, even no. though they block all their music on uh, social media.
0: That's the problem with LL, though. LL is not going to want to do it with those early 80 acts, because he's bigger than that. Yeah, nobody like,
2: had longevity.
0: I don't know. I think they could get away and see. LL is not going to agree to this because we, we had spoke offline about fifty. But I think Ja Rule would make more sense because Ja Rule has just he has a good amount of uh, tracks for girls as well.
1: I thought about that,
0: but I, I don't think that. I don't think LL was agreeing to Ja Rule. He probably would agree <laughs> to fifty.
1: Nobody because, wants to. 50. Like, I don't understand why 50 getting so much credit for the cities. 50 had three that. years.
0: Ja Rule had more longevity than 50 did. When I we're agree. talking about a prime.
1: You're right. You're right. Ja Rule, I think, would be a better candidate.
0: Mm. But LL is not going to agree to Ja Rule because Ja Rule's name has just been dragged throughout the years, that people like to forget how great of a song maker he was. Ja
1: Rule, do, you think, do you think LL would go against Bobby? Or you think it's two different? Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Brown? Said he, Keith Sweat. he said Keith Sweat. Because you, you, they, they would only do R and B versus R and B. Because Bobby yeah. still had a hip hop flair with what he was doing.
0: I don't. Yeah, that he, wouldn't he, make he no out, sense. He called to out me. Keith Sweat on the Fat Joe. Uh, yeah, I can see Joe Keith Boyle, Sweat. But Teddy and, and Babyface already played all Bobby Brown's hits. We don't. He don't have nothing left. It's gonna surprise.
1: Yeah, right. us. <laughs> I mean, his pirate catalog. can play the on film.
0: Bobby's going to be tough. And I love Bobby, but I, if I'm busy, then I'm not making my way to tune into the Bobby battle just because he, they, we are, we know the songs. Bobby don't have an extensive catalog. We know the no, records. You're right, you're
1: right. You're right. Uh, Teddy and Babyface played it, and what they didn't play, D-Nice played the next
0: day. <laughs> right. Even Keith. So most of Keith sweats joints, Teddy played them. So, I mean... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we need to put Alexander
2: on. Teddy, Teddy, I mean, uh, Keith Sweat did have a second win in the mid
0: '90s uh, He did. Twisted, you know what? Nobody, he did. And, LSG, and I happened and he, to be he, listening to those records the other day. Nobody yeah. and Twisted are some. Those are some yeah, hard I records. I was
1: listening to Twisted yesterday. I mean, yeah. yeah. it's
0: out of my car. And the joint with the, uh, the the cut close record.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, think uh, Keith Sweat Keith, wrote Keith that. A second
2: yeah, and Bobby he had silk. Around. He
0: wrote some of the silk records.
2: Yeah, Keeps yeah, he wrote. wrote. Um, he wrote. What's that? Let I want to say.
0: Lose control.
1: Wait, who said Bobby was done after humping around? Bobby had. Something <laughs> around?
0: That was the same album. That was the same album. Bobby. Well, Bobby was people? done after that.
2: <laughs> Bobby was done after humping around. Hold on, CG.
0: Hold on, CG. What did you just say? What record okay. did you just say? I said,
1: something, I said something in common with Whitney, but with Joseph that's the same album. But didn't he wasn't he on Murder Inc. Beautiful or something like that? Oh come on! You
0: that wasn't you know. no damn hit. You talking about the song with the Marley <laughs> brother you know? that he did on the B and Bobby Brown show? That wasn't no hit. Come on, stop. I <laughs> love it.
2: I love it.
1: New Edition came back, and remember they had the song with Ne. It was it Ne it hot tonight. They had that.
0: He wasn't on that song, though. No. He wasn't on that song. He wasn't on that album, actually. He wasn't even on that album. He was on... He was on the joint. You know that boy Bobby was done after humping Around. Just, just just, keep it
1: simple. That was it. I love
0: Bobby, but it was, it was, was my over. Afternoon he had, he had a joint Brown. with Macy Gray that I kind of liked, but it wasn't no damn hit. I mean... It, yeah the song with macy gray yeah the song with macy All gray right, I,
2: I found i found who LL should battle Who?
0: Oh. hammer let's cut it out <laughs> no wait
1: Pam, he said cameron
0: hammer. hammer i thought he said cameron at first too <laughs> oh, mc hammer, hammer.
1: MC y'all gonna remember hammer, his respect <laughs> i like hammer
0: <laughs> but LL is not agreeing to that he's hammer not agreeing to kids. that
1: with pumps and a bump come on I'm
0: losing it <laughs> see this is the problem here we go back to <laughs> ain't no fun and Angela Rye and Eason all this. come on come oh, on. Wait.
1: Are, li- wait, are those lyrics we shouldn't have been singing I gotta now listen to the song to see what I was actually saying yeah go back and
0: listen crazy. <laughs> I'm going with LL and Ja Rule I want to see that actually I would love to see that. It's not going to happen.
2: I think you would get way more viewers than with L. and Drake.
0: Yeah,
2: you would shut the internet down.
0: Oh and yeah, I but ja I
2: don't.
1: Do well. I think ja Rule should get love that he's not getting because he really. You know what
0: I'm afraid dream. of? Because they said that this is real talks. This was coming from Swiss and Tim. Mm-hmm. That Bow Wow and ja Rule have agreed, and they're trying to force their way in. That would be a catastrophic move for Ja Rule. they've already been dragging his ass for years. That would just... <laughs> people.
2: Come along. I don't know if people will watch
0: or not. Maybe a bunch of people I'm would. I'm there for the
2: comments. That's
0: it. The comments would be probably hilarious, but if Ja Rule wants oh, yes. to find his way back to any sort of respectability, do not <laughs> do a versus with Bauer. Please. <laughs> Please, I mean, Ja. I'm rooting for I you.
1: Think, I don't think anybody wants to see. I mean, I can see Bow Wow and Amarion or Bow Wow and somebody else, but I mean, not Ja Rule. I think Ja Rule.
0: Apparently, wow it's, it's the chick songs. They're battling who has the best chick songs, is what they want to do.
1: But Bow Wow got little chick songs, like
0: not. <laughs> I mean, little chick songs. Oh, no. I'm
1: not right here know. for this.
0: Well, we will find out tomorrow, most likely, but it's probably the longest one we've done. Brother Minister, you got a prayer for us. Help us through the week.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Father, we thank you again for uh, just a great uh, conversation amongst friends. Uh, We ask God that you continue, God, to guide us, uh, to keep us, to protect us, uh, and to help us through this tumultuous time. And until we meet again, we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. amen.
1: Amen. Amen.